Welcome to the Harrington Star FinTech Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Discussions. I want to showcase people across our industry who are advocates for change. I love to celebrate the wins, but we know there is so much more to be done to ensure that change actually happens to build a truly inclusive industry. In these diversity, equity and inclusion discussions, I have a number of series. The Humans of FinTech, the Talent Surgery, the Maternity and Paternity Stories, and the longest running of all, the Women of FinTech podcast series. I do lots of work to drive change campaigns across our industry to increase inclusion within the workplace. So please contact me to see how we can partner together. You can contact me through LinkedIn or on my email, nadia.edwards-dashti at harringtonstar.com. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Women of Fintech podcast series. We are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges and walk the talk for change across the entire industry. Today, we are joined by Ioana Stanislaudi, co-founder and chief risk officer at Finclude. Now, Finclude is a fintech startup that revolutionizes the way we handle retail credit across the EU. Ioana is a highly experienced corporate finance professional who excels in business process re-engineering, driven by values forged through extensive hands-on experience, both in advisory and banking practices. Just to name a couple of her achievements, and this is just a couple because there's so many, she was the winner of the Pitch Her competition in 2020 Grace Hopper celebration. She was named Fortune 40 Under 40 for Greece 2019 and has won numerous competitions like NYU Stern 300k Entrepreneurs Challenge with an aggregated prize value north of $900,000 in just 18 months. So today she has a brilliant journey to share with us and I'm so pleased that she's here. So Ioana, thank you so much for joining us. Hey Nadia, thank you so much for the amazing opportunity. I'm totally in your cause and let's talk. Let's talk fintech. Let's talk. Let's talk it all. Let's talk. Let's talk about you. So um, to start with, tell us about Finclude and your passion for financial inclusion. So, yeah, you know, uh, Finclude, it's, you know, for financial inclusion, it's uh, driven from personal stories. Uh, because as we all very well know, within uh, European Union, we are free to relocate for studies, for work, for business, you name it. But each time we relocate, we have to start from scratch. So me personally, I relocated for studies, I relocated for work numerous times within European Union, and I couldn't take my financial profile with me. So each time I faced significant challenges, I could not rent a house I could not even get a postpaid cell phone because nobody knew who I was. Did, did I pay my bills on time? Or uh, how much money did I have? Did I handle, you know? So this was utterly frustrating. And uh, not only for me, for, for whomever uh, relocates or does business within European Union. So driven by these personal stories and uh, when European regulations changed, because it happened, and financial institutions now are obligated to open their APIs. So we saw this opportunity to use these data, and I'll tell you more if you like to know, 
to use this data in order to create a pan-European credit score, in order to give to every you and me the ability to take our financial profile with us whenever we relocate throughout European Union. And it's not just that. It's the, the financial inclusion aspect is enhanced by the fact that, you know, um, traditional credit worthiness models up until now, traditional credit assessment is based on the fact that you have credit. So uh, you have to have credit in order for the bank to assess you towards this credit. But by using transactional data, uh, the open banking APIs, we can give uh, a chance to people who don't have credit up until now, the, the new entrants, let's say, uh, a couple who wants to get their first house, their first mortgage, or a student just out of the university getting her uh, first job. So financial inclusion extends to more than, you know, relocating financial immigrants throughout European Union, but it's also first-time entrants, people with thin or no credit files. So yeah, driven by personal stories, utilizing uh, the open banking APIs, uh, EU regulator helped us to this respect, and we are creating a portable financial profile, uh, a common, a uniform, let's say, credit score for Europe. Mm-hmm. And this is fascinating because it's yet another story where somebody personally faced a challenge and thought, well, let's get this challenge solved. And it's so brilliant to hear you know, your, your passion because it's a lived through experience um, and it's a real understanding for your, what your mission is. So tell us a little bit more about your background, your journey to this current position. Okay, so I've been in this uh, corporate world uh, for the past 18 years. Um, I started working while, while studying uh, 18 years back. So I held senior uh, executive roles with management consulting firms like EY or Grand Thornton, uh, but I've also worked with the banking system many, 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 many years and wonderful experiences, but also, you know, tough in terms of being a woman and a man, um, <laughs> focused world and so on. Thing is, two years ago, I founded Finclude, and it has been so liberating, Nadia. I wish I wish I had done it sooner, um, be, because for me, you know, um, I say it's my first time on the dark side, uh, because it's an entirely different world being an entrepreneur. Uh, but in the same time, I was fed up about so many things in terms of the corporate world, and uh, I find this experience liberating. I mean, what I mean, I mean, it's that I can work from wherever, whenever, and well, actually, if, if you own your own business, it's kind of tough, and you have to work to put some boundaries because you work all the time, yeah. because it's your business, but I cannot value enough, it's invaluable for me, the, the, the flexibility, yeah. the flexibility and freedom i mean maybe i value it too much because you know at the end of the day there's no uh standard you know uh you, you don't know if your business is going to flourish you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow you have to tackle so many different things because it's not that you have a job description and you have to perform uh specific tasks so you have to collaborate with accountants with uh, lawyers um so many different um you know, aspects of everyday business. 
Uh, but it's so liberating, at least for me. I wouldn't change it for the world. And I wish I had done it sooner. <laughs> I love that. I think it's so, um, it's so empowering for us to hear this, that you wish you'd done it sooner. You feel so liberated having founded Finclude. And of course, there's so many challenges being an entrepreneur and starting up your own business. But it's brilliant that you can say how important that flexibility was and is to you right now because i don't think you're alone there i think there are so many people across the industry who are working in corporates who um, really struggle with fitting into the boxes that we're supposed to now you touched upon a little bit about your day uh, you know and, and how how you have to be quite strict with yourself not to let let everything become finclude um tell us a little bit more about actually what your day-to-day -day looks like and your role and what it actually entails. I'm in charge, you know, of working on the algorithms and the credit worthiness assessment model. So I have to collaborate a lot with our data scientists and our engineers who are in charge of actually developing at the end of the day, the product and uh, the apps and everything. I have to think about, you know, um, how to expand the product or how to expand the product or how to find new customers and how to develop the models. But aside from that, I have to do a lot of administrative tasks. Like mm. I have to collaborate with our accountants or our, um, not accountants, um, the auditors. <laughs> we audited our financial statements, so that's recent. Our legal team in Ireland because... Uh, we are regulated, so there is a lot of back and forth uh, with the regulators and there are a lot of things entailed in terms of uh, the regulations and our obligations towards um, the regulator. But of course, there are other more, more, even more administrative tasks, you know, our offices, the rents, you know, um, things that you, you don't have to think about when you are on someone's payroll. Thing is that the agenda of my day changes uh, along the company. So in the beginning, it was more of regulatory tasks, more of you know setting up the company accountants, running offices, and so on. Now, now that the product is ready, now that we got our license, it's more of I, there is a lot of business development entailed. So. Uh, I have to uh, get the product out there. I have to perform the first uh, prospecting and the first calls with uh, new customers uh, in order to sell the product. And after you agree, you know, you have to uh, send, there's a lot of back and forth with the contracts and so on and everything that it is entailed because the contracts uh, always have some legal teams and there's a back and forth there. There's a lot of, you know, uh, more, more of prospecting and business development along with the models. And um, you have to expand the product and you have to change the product and you have to make it better. Uh, there's a lot of work accumulated from various sources. Mm. Um, so I don't have a specific schedule in terms of my personal affairs, but I try to put them throughout the day schedule some yoga or some cooking or whatever just to have some normal things or some parentheses for some time where I can stop thinking about work and actually it's my mindfulness you know it helps me take my mind off uh, Finclude for some time. 
So Absolutely. there's that. I think it's amazing to hear how much you do. And it is really important that you, you're looking after yourself and your, your mindfulness and your wellness. Um, and I think that the brilliant thing about this year, with all its challenges, people understand how important mental, mental health and mental well-being is. Um, and it's really important to have that, that balance. Yeah. Now, I, I wanted to ask you a bit more around inclusion within the industry, not, not just the financial inclusion, which you stand for. Um, mm-hmm. I know that you believe that as an industry, we need to work hard on it. What actually is your advice to the listeners? Of course, I don't want to work hard for it. It should be, you know, <laughs> it should be more natural. <laughs> but in any case, it would be nice to keep in mind and constantly, I mean, remind to ourselves and to our peers and people who work with us, our subordinates, to remind to keep inclusion within our agenda. So give extra opportunities to people who you know that they didn't have the same opportunities as you know white males uh, throughout their careers or their lives. Because I am utterly convinced that they have, <laughs> I know that they have the same potential. I know that they have a different edge that's inviolable and every business should have you know 360 uh, opinions and 360 views and people who can have offer a holistic view. So you need to remind to your people and to yourself to give the same opportunities because yeah, we, we want each and everyone's different edge mm-hmm. when it comes to operating a company. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's really, really useful. And then to go back um, a little bit, you, you were talking earlier about how important flexibility is to you. I wanted you just to tell us a bit about how you believe in flexibility and that actually technology as a career really allows for that. Can you share your thoughts on that, please? Yes, yes. I've shared the same uh, thoughts in the past and I will share it again because, you know, I've been an ambassador of this idea Uh, Because I think technology works are actually the safe route to a flexible work environment. And this is invaluable to women in particular. I mean, everybody could make an amazing use of a flexible work environment. But, you know, women, as we very well know, they will have at some point to have kids, maybe, if they want to. And, um, um, you know chores and extra burden will start to pile up because as we very well know many women after they have kids they stay at home because there is no time for them to have a full-time employment but uh, if they get a technology work I know for a fact that they can get the flexibility to work of course from home but also from whenever and as much as they want, as, as they can. I mean, as much as they can dedicate as much time as they have in their hands. So technology, I know there are other industries uh, that offer the same opportunity. Uh, me for a fact, I mean, okay, it's, my, it's a FinTech company. It's a financial technology company, but it's not that I'm an engineer uh, per se. So yeah, I get that. But for uh, technological careers, it's a fact that Uh, can offer to women flexibility and they can adapt their work to their available time, which I think is invaluable to have 
a career that adapts to your available time. So you can juggle amongst roles. You can be career woman and in the same time you can be a mother or a wife or whatever. So yeah. I, I'm not there myself, okay? Uh, but I, I know the burden, I, I see the women around me. I, yeah. I've been working with women who had children and dropped off. And the corporate world, the business world is missing their edge, their wits, uh, their intelligence, their view. And it's, it's such a pity uh, to lose all this potential uh, because they want to have kids and, you know, give more people to the world. It's, it's such a pity. So, yeah, I'm for uh, technology uh, careers because they can give you the flexibility and everybody can be happy. The women can also have a career aside from kids. So it's not that their world ends, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, they're, they're, they're housewives now and whatever they were before it's has stopped. It's, it's not that they can do both and they can feel, you know, accomplished aside from being mothers, you know? Yeah. And I think this is really important because I think the, the industry as a whole talks so much about how do we attract more women to the industry? But actually the big question is how can we make sure that, that when, when women have maternity leave and they actually feel that they have a choice to come back, that it's possible to come back and the environment encourages them to come back. And what you're talking about here is absolutely true. You know, we have to make sure that we're supporting the corporate world and encouraging that the FinTech, to, to ensure that they're doing the things that you are talking about. This flexibility is a wonderful thing for technology and we can really use it to our advantage in this industry to have that 360 perception as you were talking about and 360 opinion. So, so go on. That, mm. I just want to add here, Nadia, that uh, if you see, uh, if you check the statistics, women-led businesses, you know, I have more things to say for entrepreneurship. So, because I'm in this field now, but women-led uh, businesses have sustainably more revenue than their male counterparts. So, oh. I just wanted to whatever we're saying now is that uh, women-led businesses are good business. So, it's good investing uh, opportunities. So, it's it's good, you know, to keep on investing on women and giving them uh, the ability to wor work with flexibility and flourish because we're, without them, we're missing, you know, we're missing yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. I love what you said there to work with flexibility and flourish. Um, and, you know, th this is exactly what this podcast is all about, to be really highlighting the, the changes that we can make and actually the biggest challenge to flexibility is in people's minds. You know, that, that pe people believe that you, know, you have to be in the office, you have to work, work these, these strict set out hours when actually that's just a, that's a, that's a, a mindset thing. Um, and I think this year in the pandemic, it's shown so many corporates and so many CEOs across the world that actually changing your hours does not um, affect the output in the way they thought it would. Um, so it's been very interesting. Um, 
My next yes. question for you is about inspiring the next generation, because I know this is something that's really important to you, that we are leaving a legacy, um, especially to, to the girls at schools. Um, so it'd be great to hear about that. Yeah, that's more important, right? Because uh, these girls are led by example. So they are going to uh, become whatever they see. So I know for a fact they most probably have, you know, a family, so they see a mother. And I, I believe that most of the households, uh, the woman might have abandoned uh, their career in order to raise the kids and so on. Uh, so the example set for these girls is not the ideal. So I, I believe that, yes, in, at a young age, we need to inspire young girls and give them the example that they can be a lot more than just housewives because the corporate world miss them. Uh, we need their edge. Uh, the entrepreneurship world miss them and we need their input. Um, it's so valuable. This is my feeling that we need to show them, to give them the example that they can be both. And actually they can be whatever they want. They shouldn't put, uh, it's not a binary. It, and, and they shouldn't put constraints on their own uh, development. So they can oh. be whatever they want. And it's not necessary. It's not, it's not demanded by them. It's, they don't have to be housewives. <laughs> they yeah. don't have to follow a specific path. And it's not necessary and it's not guaranteed that if they follow a specific path set as an example that they will be happy. So it's more important for them to have, you know, the inspiration and in the same time believe in themselves and feel and ask uh, themselves what they want to become, what they want to be. And then know for a fact that they will have all the necessary tools to succeed. Mm. And this is, this is just so important. And I think that's a wonderful way to draw a close to our to our podcast because you know I feel so inspired by listening to that and you know it makes me think of all the the young girls that that I know um in my family you know who are who are school age at the moment and um you know exactly how they're taught what their perception of working life is and it's just so important everything that you said about attracting different people to the industry but making sure those people are looked after once they're here and understanding that flexibility is so so key so um Iwana, thank you so so much for today it's been such a pleasure having you on the women of fintech podcast series um we have learned so much thank you same here nadia and congratulations these initiatives are invaluable you are adding value to every little girl's, uh, you know, life and everyone and everybody who wants to be included in the tech world. Ideally, thank you. Please keep up uh, this work. Thank you.